Welcome back, everybody, to the Dom and Colin podcast for episode number five of the Challenge World Championship. No elimination this week, but a lot of drama and uh, lots to get into. Of course, I am one of your hosts, Matt Ligori, alongside my co-host, Brian Scally. Scally, how are you? Oh, hello, hello. I'm glad we're back after, I guess, you know, every week, somewhat of a to-be-continued, maybe uh, more enjoyable to-be-continued than uh, some that we got this week. But I'm glad to be back, glad to be back talking about the Challenge World Championship. Uh, You know, even though it's an issue, I think that's still a pretty good episode. Yes, um, and to discuss this episode, uh, we have a special guest here with us today, somebody that I am very excited to not only just have on this podcast, but also to like be friends with now, because this is somebody who um, I have discovered uh, her and uh, her team over on TikTok uh, over the past couple of years, and uh, recently made the connection that this person is also a reality TV fan, knew who I was, and it was the most bizarre experience, so I'm very excited to have with us uh, from the fitness marshal over on TikTok, YouTube, and everywhere. Allison is with us today. Allison, how are you? Hi, I'm so good. I'm very nervous, <laughs> but I'm very excited too. You, you live stream like once a day on multiple platforms. I think you're going to be okay here <laughs> with us. <laughs> I know. I've just never been able to talk about reality TV. No one in my life has ever cared. I think my mom, I got her to start watching the challenge and all she cares about is CT. So... <laughs> I have never had any you want to talk about it. No, Caleb and uh, and Haley, neither one of them are. I think uh, Haley for sure. No, um, Caleb, he's watched maybe a season, maybe not even a full season of Big Brother, um, but he would never like know any any names to talk about it. He would not even be interested in talking about strategy in any form. So. Well, yeah, like no, the funny not. part about that is that I feel like all three of you on your own would be like casting gold on any of these shows, like, <laughs> like a truly <laughs> specifically them because they fight constantly. And I'm just kind of like in the background, like, you know, taking it all in, which, so which is what like the bigger personalities, which is what like makes you like the star that you are on these TikToks. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know Allison from, from the, from the fitness marshal from TikTok, um, they do, uh, uh, actually, I don't want to describe it. Can you describe, uh, in your own words? Cause I'm about to say like, they do dancing and I don't know if that's the best way to put it. Oh, so we do dance. Um, <laughs> we do fitness dance. Uh, started out on YouTube in, uh, like 2015 and, we Caleb is the like front man he started the whole channel back in college and then it just continued to grow so we do fitness dance but to popular music that you would hear you know in the club or you know top 40 music and Haley and I are the backup dancers and just as TikTok has grown we just kind of started taking our content from YouTube and cutting it down into like funny clips and putting it out there so it's really funny that people have found us through TikTok and don't know that we do like longer form content on YouTube because out of context, like sometimes the TikTok videos are completely unhinged and it's like, yes. what are these people doing? <laughs> In the best <laughs> way. Dancing around saying crazy things. 
Um, so yeah, we do long form fitness dance on YouTube, um, and through YouTube memberships. Yes. And as you were saying, like the, the, some of the, the best highlights from those <laughs> are when, uh, you know, uh, Haley and Caleb are, are going at each other. Um, and you're just yeah. standing there just minding your own business and the comments, you open up the comments and everyone was like, queen Allison uh, is minding her own business. Uh, love it. Like, uh, just, and, and all the videos, like reading the comments is like half the fun of like who everybody is like standing the most that day. So, um, I'm sure it's been yeah. a while. Ride for you guys. <laughs> yeah, we um, we've known each other for a very long time. We grew up in the same hometown. I'm a little bit older than them, but Caleb and I were in high school at the same time, and then Ooh. Haley and I were in college at the same time because I was there a little longer than I should have. <laughs> so, in some way or form, like we've all been in each other's lives for you know 15 plus years. So, me being unbothered is because I've truly just have have never been to escape the two of them <laughs> fighting so that is like sometimes i don't even hear what's going on because i've just learned to you know to do your own thing and wait it out here yeah <laughs> yeah no, but the the TikToks are so much fun. I mean, I am one of those people that have found the TikToks and did not know. I mean, I, I've learned that there's a YouTube channel, um, yeah. but uh, obviously found the TikTok first. Uh, Scally, I, I will be sending you all these videos to make sure that you watch them because I, uh, <laughs> not to call you out, but uh, you are not uh, getting all these videos on your TikTok feed. So I have to uh, fix that for you. Yeah, good. I'm, I'm mad that you too. are. <laughs> I'm mad that Liguori is holding back and, you know, making my algorithm worse by not sending them to me. I know. Um, <laughs> somewhere I do along apologize the... in advance. No, no, no. <laughs> somewhere along the way, I ended up on like dance TikTok, which is like, I'm not a dancer. I just, I enjoy watching people dance, which is why I'm, uh, I enjoy your guys' videos and just any like dancers on TikTok. Like it's just captivating uh -huh. to watch, um, especially like the, the clips get cut, cut down to like the, you know, the best selection from whatever the video is. So, um, yeah, I, 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 that's where I am on TikTok and, and that's where I'll be and, and cat TikTok. So that's, those are my two. Uh, my see, two I'm names. not on cat TikTok, so you'll have to start sending me videos. All right. I have a lot of work to do after we're done here. <laughs> um, yeah. but Allison, you're a, a reality TV fan for a long time now, uh, an RHAP fan, even for a while now. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I was trying to think of when I actually discovered RHAP, but at least like 2017, 2018. So it's been a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, and then on RHAP's half, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've, it's been a journey. <laughs> it's been uh, some ups and downs, obviously. Uh, yeah. so mostly ups over the year. I think we've, uh, we, sure. as if I have anything to do with it. Um, but I think the product of RHAP has obviously grown and, uh, you know, it's it's allowed both Scally and myself to, uh, to do a lot over the past couple of years. And then we get to do this fun stuff on the side here as well. Uh, talking about the challenge. Scally, you said you enjoyed this episode. Is that what you said 20 minutes I ago? Did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Um, no, I did. I thought it was a lot of fun. I think that that's something that's kind of missing from the main show i guess you could say fun but also uh like the politicking which i think that despite not getting an elimination we got like an overabundance of politicking which i was very excited to see mm -hmm. um allison are your like favorite challengers here in the season or if i guess if not uh who are some of your favorites of the entire series oh man um there are some i've grown to it's been an up and down like battle for me i have really grown to like johnny i feel like you just kind of have to since he's been around for so long and he has like have had redeeming qualities. Um, 
for some reason, I like Jordan too. I don't know why, (laughs) (laughs) but for something about him as well. Oh my gosh. I should have prepared this answer because there's so many people. Um, I think on this season, I really enjoy um, John A. I didn't really care Mm. or think too much about her in like challenge proper mm-hmm. but there's just like something about her that i really love this season mm-hmm. um and i uh, so yeah, you've been so, so you're so you're happy there's a lot that, of people that i like so you're you're content uh, that the episode did not end with uh, jordan possibly being sent right into elimination i guess in the meantime i mean yeah i kind of feel like it's like it's that's not gonna happen because of the way that they did it but yeah, I don't know. I enjoy. I like the, I like his vibe that he's like, cocky, but he's really good at what he does, and then he can be humble. I know it's like annoying that like, I wish there was a female equivalent, or maybe there is, and I just can't think of it. But I don't know. There's something about like, him that I like, and obviously like all the girls like him, so he's doing <laughs> something right. And that's like annoying that I falling in, I'm falling into that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing and that's why like jordan and bananas and john a like you know has made a name for herself especially now they wouldn't be able to do that if they weren't so charismatic and so like they will always have you know each of them have their haters uh me at times um and, for sure. oh, but yeah. the charisma is like what keeps them going yeah. yeah, I do like Tori too. I just sometimes she annoys me as well. I I mean that's the thing. I think that at all at times I like most of them and then at times I yeah. hate most of them. So the thing here with this season is the fact that you know all of these people that we've been watching for so long for so many years for um you know dominate challenges left and right the past couple of main seasons has been the same group um ride or dies this past season has been you know a lot of people from this group. Um so as Scally, we've been saying for the past couple of weeks, watching this uprising of the MVPs come together um, and and the global legends or whatever the hell they're called um, has been so much fun because it's it we're we're seeing what we've been asking for. We're seeing people uh, try to overtake the game and not let the same people run it the way that they always do. And I'm seeing you know a lot of critique of like. I guess Danny specifically of being like, why are you being like this? Your partner has, you know, your partner is Tori. Of course, you're going to have protection from all these people. And, you know, we'll get into all of that. But um, at the end of the day, the, the, uh, team Australia, team us, uh, these MVPs that are coming in saying, we're going to take control and we're going to be the ones that are making the decisions, not the legends, which at the end of the day, this is the world championship of the, tournament that Danny and Sarah and all of these global legends won uh, not these you know uh, people from MTV that were flown in because they needed a second half of the cast so um, I appreciate that they are not just rolling over and it's been it's been fun that's it for me like we'll get into whether I think it's a good or bad move later but for people being like it's a bad move like good (laughs) like if you think it's a bad move like i want people who are willing to make any type of move whether it be good or bad just do something like don't just sit there and that's what people are bringing on this cast so i'm happy right and uh, allison i don't believe you you uh watched any of the uh international versions right i have not i wish that i had um but again i don't know how to watch those <laughs> that's okay i mean I they're on paramount plus now so if you do <laughs> oh, find okay. yourself with some downtime and you want to they they were okay um, australia was okay, the best <laughs> australia was the best okay um but i was going to ask if any of the uh, international uh people here are standing out to you 
Um, I really like Kiki. I think that she yes. is really a really fun character. I think that she is, as someone said, like a badass bitch. I think that she's really good. And I forgot to say, I am a Danny Stan. So good taste. Good that taste. Is- Should have started with that one. <laughs> I know, and I, I really got stressed for a second um, because I really like everyone. But this, I think, this season, I like Danny is who I really mm-hmm. care the most about. But I do really like Kiki. And honestly, yeah. most of the girls, I think that they're really fun. I think they have been good. And I think with Danny, like I've always enjoyed Danny um, on Survivor, on the last uh, the Challenge USA. But I feel like this season, he has certainly come alive on a whole different level. He is like a confessional star. He is playing the game really hard to like that we are able to see where he may have been doing it on his other seasons, but we weren't let in on that. So mm-hmm. I think Danny, this is unquestionably Danny's best season, like from a TV character's perspective. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's playing the complete opposite game of what he normally plays. He, <laughs> you know, he normally plays the lay low and, and do okay. And, um, you know, as far as like the strategy goes, he makes his friends, he, he has his allies, he gets the job done. Um, but this season he decided that he's going to go in there, put his neck out on the line to the point where we are going to a deliberation and ending up in uh, a deadlock because... Danny and Tori can't agree on, you know, who to send in. And while it's, you know, Tori is probably going to be the one that's more strictly putting her foot down saying, I'm not doing this because as we saw, she did not want to put Jordan into elimination. Um, Danny is putting his foot down just as much because he, as he said, he made a promise uh, to the people he's working with. And because he's the one trying to lead a charge here with, uh, you know, his, his team USA to say, we're not going to let these people run the house. And what is it going to do for him? If he does for a second week in a row, say, you know what? I am going to let you do what you want to do. So, he has been uh, a star, and I uh, will just continue to stand and root for that man until you know the wheels fall off. So um, it's been a lot of fun so far. Um, there's the scene earlier in the episode where him and Sarah are talking about their numbers, and they want to, again, stick together. So we saw it, again, we saw it coming from last week. We saw it this week, um, the, how it's playing out. And Scally, I, I feel like... Um, I don't know how this elimination is going to go because we don't know who's going to be in it. Um, But I don't think, you know, even if we lose a big team here, I don't think we're anywhere near the end of this mission. No, I think this is going to be messy. Like, I think you could remove pretty much anyone from um, the game board at this point, and it's going to remain just as messy. I think that these people are out for blood. Every single person uh, on the MVP side is really playing hard and that's what's so exciting uh for them i think that some of them even know that let's say the challenge australia while it was really fun didn't do well in the ratings so this might be their one and only shot to ever play the challenge again and so they're gonna go really hard as where the mvps it's like a five hundred thousand dollar prize pot like and let me go make my money back on MTV and not ruin any of those relationships. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I am excited that like some people are taking this season really seriously and playing, you know, to the best of their ability as if this is the only chance they'll ever have. Yeah. Um, And the fun part also there, you know, we're getting into the weeds of how these teams are all shaking out and how the decisions are being made, who's aligned with who Uh, you have team us and team Australia that are teaming up and both teams have a fly in the ointment that they really are having, you know, trust issues with it's uh, Ben obviously for the US uh, that stands out and then Kiki uh, sorry Allison your girl there for uh, for <laughs> Australia that there's a lot of distrust towards her um, so uh, all throughout the episode we see you know the Australian team talking about 
about how, yeah, Kiki's not really in with us, uh, but she's kind of with us. She's not going to say our names, but like they don't talk to her about strategy and all this kind of stuff. So, I mean, as far as we can tell, uh, just to cut right ahead, um, Kiki and Darrell do win the daily challenge and the episode ends in a cliffhanger of, you know, they have the option to put in any team that they want to. Um, Allison, are you getting the vibes that she may turn on her own team this early or probably not? I I think that she is not going to. I think that it was a little bit of a tease that they had that scene of her talking about thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But I just like, I feel like in the end, she isn't going to. And I feel like they would have, that would have been something they would have wanted us to tell us in this episode. Right? Like they would have mm-hmm. left on that rather than... You think so? Think about it. (laughs) The cliffhanger element. I'm like, how much is this because it's going to be a decision out of left field? How much is it because it's going to be like a big name who goes home? And how much is it because um, it's the end of the month and they want people to definitely have to pay for another month of Paramount Plus? (laughs) Wow. So (laughs) you know when you put it that way, that's actually probably legit. (laughs) (laughs) They're all in my mind. One of these is probably the case, if not all of them. Uh, So I think that. It's like not making any like real definite uh, like decision for me or like indication that like uh, because it's a cliffhanger, it's going to be any one person. But I think it could be a big move. Big move we might be seeing. Um, Was she super cutthroat on her season? Like in. I don't think so. I mean, I feel like I would say. Yeah. For Kiki, she was part of like a larger alliance, and that alliance, what like was pretty smooth sailing for that whole group. She herself found herself in a couple of eliminations, but she and Grant and Emily were like on opposite sides of the house. Troy was kind of in the middle, so it's interesting to me that it's not like Kiki and Troy. Like we're kind of getting presented as like it is Grant and Emily versus Kiki, and I don't know where Troy is in this. I don't know if he's still just playing that middle and just staying completely out of it. But I didn't expect the tensions to be quite this bad. I think it may get worse over the next couple of weeks, which is probably why they're showing us all this distrust. But I definitely don't think uh, Kiki's making uh, you know a big move this early. You know, when John A is is worried about it throughout the episode that she could be the one that goes in, and Emily's like, no, she's not making this move now. I'm like, I believe that. I, I don't have any reason to suspect that. Uh, you know, again, this early while they're still Australian uh, strong with the with the numbers and you know working with the U.S., uh, I don't think that Kiki is you know striking me as somebody that's ready to. To, you know, go completely rogue, especially with Darrell as a partner, who's probably, you know, uh, captain, you know, take it easy. Let's go the easy route. Yeah. Uh, so he's definitely not in her ear being like, oh, yeah, turning on your own team is the best move right now. So that's that's not happening. Um, yeah, I don't think so. Um, and Scally, the other fly in the ointment I was talking about was Ben, who is causing problems over on the U.S. side, um, causing problems, I guess, uh, is one way to put it if you're. Sarah, Justine, or Danny, um, he is just not looking to play the game exactly how they want to play it. Yeah, Ben's a confusing character because outwardly, like he talks with bananas, he claims to be the most loyal person you'll ever meet, and um, like he's always going to do what he says. And maybe that loyalty just is to Casey and some of the MTV personalities, and that's why he is just doing what he's told and doing what he says he'll do. Uh, because for everyone else, else including sarah who he gave up his chance at two million dollars for in a past you know game he is just like 
unreliable, screwing them over, not really a like good alliance mate. So it is very interesting to watch, you know, two people that were so close as like Ben and Sarah now being on such opposite sides. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and I wish that Danny could work with more rootable people. Danny and Justine could work with more rootable people. Um, yeah. <laughs> But this is where we are. And now he may not even work with Ben because Ben is, uh, you know, we have a couple scenes of him and uh, of Danny and Ben discussing, you know, what the plan was. And then uh, when Ben goes to cast his vote at that deliberation and it's not what everybody expected or at least what Danny expected, he's like, all right, well, screw this guy. Uh, cut and ties there. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I can't see a, a game plan for Ben going forward besides, I guess, just following Casey and Tori and Bananas and whatever they decide that they want to do, because that's where he's kind of putting his lot in right now so yeah Mm -hmm. i mean ben and casey do talk about it they say if they were to go with the like the uh like global contestants just the usa team like if they relied solely on those relationships ben is probably at the bottom based on his like not great relationship with sarah but like casey your friends are still not gonna turn against you (laughs) so like even if you do go with them and that's the thing for me like it's not as if tori is gonna be like well we can't trust casey so we gotta vote casey and like that's still not happening Mm -hmm. allison you watched uh you're still caught up on survivor or i'm not caught up on this season now i am really bad at (laughs) i like get behind and then i'll watch like them all batch together fair enough but i'm not up to date on this um current season but i need to know why ben and sarah are just like never exciting on the challenge like what was the difference is it just editing like from survivor to Uh, see for me i kind of feel like this is sarah's most exciting season of reality tv so far interesting i just feel like she i know a lot of people really liked her on her first season um i think that she has had moments otherwise but I don't know that she is like ever a real confessional star like some other people are, but I think that she is driving this game in a direction that is so much more interesting than many seasons of the challenge have played out. Like not a personal fan of Sarah, but like can give credit that the game would be far less interesting this season without her. Yeah. And also like, I mean, the thing about Sarah is that um, just Sarah in particular, rather than just uh, her and Ben, the fact that, you know, when she's on Survivor, she gets a lot of, you know, a lot of fans will say, well, she's a great player and she doesn't get enough credit for it because people don't like her, Um, which is, I guess, a fair criticism. But like the fact is on Survivor, I think her gameplay shines a little bit more um, in your face because she's one of what, like, you know. Uh, 18 players, which eventually gets narrowed down to, you know, one of like six players or whatever it is when she gets to the end game. And then you're watching her throughout the entire season here. You know, she's one in a, in a group of like 24, what, I don't know how many people are left in the house. Um, Mm -hmm. but I definitely do agree, uh, with what Scally's saying that, you know, this in particular, this storyline and everything is more than I feel like we've ever gotten from her. So, um, I I have seen a lot of people on Twitter, um, looking at Sarah in a different light. Yeah, I, I mean, might like, just wh- be a little bit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying, I might be a little bit. I might be coming into it a little biased because I really liked her on Survivor, and then mm-hmm. I didn't really like her in the Challenge USA, mm-hmm. and so I maybe came into this being like, yeah, I just like her on the Challenge is not for me. Mm-hmm. But there's something about Ben. Like, usually, I love like a messy player. I think that it's fun tv mm-hmm. but he's messy in a different way that just makes me anxious <laughs> so <laughs> the two of them i think just like 
she is also not she's in a different place in her life than you know most people who are on the challenge whether it's you know the challenge of tv or this that she just like comes off like a little bit like she you know is tired and she's not engaging <laughs> in <laughs> I love that. Drama, which is like half of the fun is like you know the the messy drama of it and she's not engaging in that so then mm. i just become bored yeah, that's fair. I think that she's not she's in a place in her life that most people who I want to be on the challenge um, are not in. <laughs> but I would yeah. say it's kind of become a little bit of the new norm to have like uh, not the messiest people at all times, uh, you know, at least making it far and coming back every season. So I think that for me, she's bringing enough to the game. Uh, where I'm finding her interesting. I can agree with Ben in that I also really like messy players. Um, I think yeah. with Ben, it's that he like doesn't own it and like really fights against it. Yeah. Whereas usually a messy player is like very emotional and they're going to um, just like do things based on like how they personally feel. And Ben like pretends like he's like this strategic mastermind and is so loyal, but like he's making weird decisions every day. Yeah. I love them That's calling Ben out throughout this entire episode being like, <laughs> you know, he is awful to work with. Um, my past experience with him is he was a big baby and, uh, you know, would <laughs> complain anytime he didn't get his way. And maybe just seems like I thought he would be a little different this time. We kind of all got on the same page. She didn't say this, but like they all got on the same page before the season, especially Ben and Sarah. And they're getting back in here, seeing the exact same Ben. Um, Sarah has the confessionals being like, yeah, if you like look at him the wrong way, um, he, you know, freaks mm -hmm. out. It, you know, he thinks that you're making the wrong move, no matter what you say, what you do. Um, so, at the end of the day, he's not somebody uh, that seems very easy to work with. Um, it's a wonder how he won Survivor. No, no, it's not. The game switched to a completely different game when he won Survivor. <laughs> so, um, so that's that. Um, but I don't know. Um, anybody, if anybody has anything else on Ben, feel free. But um, <laughs> I guess we'll... I feel like he would just be. His story is just so good for something that is not strategic like american ninja warrior or like mm -hmm. another show that is like shows off his athleticism because he's obviously really good at challenges like he was on survivor for sure but it's the strategy part of it and the like co-mingling with other people that i think is the part that makes him come off in a negative light because i think that deep down that's not his vibe. I think he's just found himself on reality TV and is like writing it. Maybe this is just yep. my take and it could be completely hot, but I just feel like his vibe and his story is so much better suited for a show that is just about athleticism and telling his story about being a vet and all those things that like give you the emotional reaction to him versus having to watch him go around the house and pretend that he likes people and be strategic when I don't know that that's like inherently in his bones. Mm -hmm. <laughs> should have gone yeah. like America's got talent and like gotten a yeah. package <laughs> little story arc. And then, yeah. You know. Cause I mean, I'm sure people would be crying and it would be like, wow, love him so much. Mm -hmm. I think that on survivor, that's what happened. Mm -hmm. They edited him in that way. Yeah. They forced that uh, real hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he's definitely not uh, the most social player um, as seen by all of his should be closest allies being like, yeah, this guy sucks. So yeah, the social game really not for him, well, which is what reality TV is. That's my thing is Ben is playing this game seemingly loyal, like 
to himself and Casey. He says he's the most loyal guy. My question is, like, if he's not working with Team USA early on, uh, Team UK and Team Australia talked about bringing him in, but we never really saw that. So if he's not going to be sticking with Team USA, is he just trying to play with the Team USA, like, MTV personalities? Or who is he hoping to work with at this point? Casey? But, like... (laughs) You can't do just that. I understand. Like, I understand that, like, you can default to Casey at a certain point, but, uh, like, you got to build something else. <laughs> I think he got banana, banana. What's, what's like, dickmatized, but bananasitized? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bananatized. Yeah. yeah. Um, because yeah. <laughs> he had that one conversation with bananas, and I feel like now he's never looking back. Um, he got the time of, the time of day from the coolest kid in the room, um, by his standards, but, uh, and now he's, you know, Danny's right there being like, dude, this plan makes the most sense. We're working together, right? We're all on the same team here. Um, and he's like, no, I'm going to stick with the cooler kids. So, um, mm-hmm. he doesn't have a plan. He's Ben. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that was like, I wonder how his first season of survivor would have gone. Had he been in like an alliance with people that could have beaten him and they would have just like walked to the end and like, you know, he never really would have made a move to better himself because it's kind of what he did winners at war. It's kind of what he did on the first season of the challenge. I think that he just like finds the group of people that he personally likes the most and then doesn't really position himself for a win at all. Yeah. We are talking way too much about Ben. Um, so let's talk about somebody (laughs) that's way more exciting to talk about. I just want to quickly touch on the Justine and Casey conversation, um, because Casey is acknowledging on the show for the first time that this is her first season being away from Nani. Um, Allison, are you like invested very much into Casey and Nani? I do think that their relationship is very sweet. I think that the last couple seasons where they had to go against each other and then this past season with, um, Nani, you know, having, you know, just lost her mom. And I thought all of their interactions were really sweet, but Casey like literally never talks strategy and all she talks about is Nani. So it's like, what, what do I have to go off of to see her as a strategic player? But like, yeah, I think that they're, they're a sweet couple. It's just like, what else is there? Yeah. <laughs> that um, that's exactly it. That's but... <laughs> yeah. If, if we're featuring the team of Ben and Casey in an episode, it's going to be Ben being stupid and Casey talking about Nani. Cause what exactly yeah, what else is being there? Partners is just like not good for them because they both are just like, what are they talking about? I don't want to know. <laughs> and I'm glad we don't have to know because they didn't, uh, they're definitely not the highest in the confessional counts lately. So that's, that's fine. Mm. Um, yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, I have been on record many of time, uh, many times also agreeing with that, that I do find Nani and Casey as to be a very, uh, good couple, a very, uh, enjoyable to watch their journey, their story couple. Um, Casey's talking about how they want to build a family and, you know, kids are expensive. So, you know, these challenges are going to keep, uh, putting some money in the bank accounts for whenever that time comes, which, you know, it, it's cute to hear her talk about it because I hope that they can have that reality come true for them someday. Um, it's not an easy mm-hmm. process and, you know, however they do go about it I, I hope that that works out for them in the end um and that's it i don't know anything on uh on this scally um no i did i did not like clock that this was casey's first season without nani i don't even know that she's like outlasted her for many weeks at a time on a challenge it feels like they always go basically you know she'll eliminate her in a final but that's about it we basically only see casey with nani so is interesting but only as interesting as casey is on reality tv which is not very Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) i really like nani so i think that when they are on a season together it does make casey more interesting Mm -hmm. 
because she's involved in conversations that Nani is having with people that involve strategy. And again, like, yeah, personally, I love to watch their uh, relationship, but it is like kind of hard to, for her to navigate, I think, when mm-hmm. she isn't there. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll we'll see how this uh, season ends up playing out for her. She's I think she's gonna do fine without Nani there. Um, she's got Tori as like her backup Nani at the moment, and that's uh, a two, uh, and Tori doesn't have Anissa. <laughs> so this uh, this group that has been working together for the past couple of main seasons, I think, is just you know obviously carrying over here. So I think she's gonna be fine um, for now. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the challenge. It's called flying around, where these uh, big giant contraptions are spinning the challengers uh, up in the air while one part partners on the ground throwing them a ring uh to the partner that's being swung around in a big giant circle uh the person then throws the ring into this middle box whatever you call it and uh the person who gets the the team that gets the most rings in there is going to be the winner of course with this little stipulation added on where uh they are all going to start the challenge by drinking a very yummy looking smoothie um whatever is in there it's challenge gross food uh <laughs> that they love to do um but the exceptions galley this time is that um, it's not just, you know, put it in your mouth and throw it right back up. Uh, there's penalties <laughs> for it this time. I am happy at least that there's penalties because, I mean, they even say that the strategy behind this usually is just, uh, you know, spit it right out. Don't even swallow. So um, I am not in favor in general of a gross food eating component, but at least I guess it mattered. Yes. Um <laughs> Yeah. Allison, did you enjoy this challenge or either part of it? I was kind of confused as to why they needed it. I don't know. To me, like it didn't, they could have just made there being points taken away if they didn't make the rings into it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know why they needed the involvement of the smoothie other than maybe if you threw up while you were, you know, going around the rig. I don't they know. were yeah, hoping they were hoping like for puke while they were being spun around for yeah, sure. Yeah, but it was like they didn't tell us what was in the smoothie. They didn't like really explain it in length. So uh, to me, it was just really confusing as to why it was even a part of it. And then they got so, extremely yeah. lucky uh, by <laughs> one of their, you know, legends of the game making this big giant mistake. The whole story of this challenge yeah. is that uh, in the first heat, Wes and Zara are going to set the pace for everybody. Where um, So going forward, all you have to do is get the smoothie down and you're not going straight into elimination because Wes and Zara decide that they are going to skip the smoothie, um, which obviously means they're not going to get points for the puking part of it. They're just going to get the negative five points each for what was it each or um, no, I think it was just uh, for just for the team negative five um, Mm -hmm. that they get for uh, not drinking and then uh, they don't do very well in the uh, actual part of the challenge with the rings. So um, just a big, big epic total failure by Weston Bergman that, you know, everybody was sure to clown on him for in confessionals, which was well-deserved. This man thinks that he can beat all of these different challenges, all these different dailies. um, And this one was not hackable. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I, I thought that the decision, I was surprised that like more people didn't go with it. But I guess once you see um, like someone go ahead with it, the like logical next conclusion, since they were not all doing the challenge at the same time and it was running multiple heats, it's like, okay, well, now as long as I drink this thing, I could even refuse to get on the excavator and just 
you know, okay, not going in automatically. Thank you. So I think that uh, had they not been going in heats, maybe this would have looked a little different with other people also choosing to sit out. But uh, a questionable decision for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a couple of teams that did uh, okay. Obviously, our winners uh, being Darrell and Kiki, who um, Kiki was killing it with the throws, as was Justine. Uh, and then Bananas and Darrell were both. Uh, doing a great job with their tossing. So, you know, as far as like the rest of the challenge goes, I thought it was fairly, you know, standard. It was um, three heats. So it was relatively quick of just watching everybody do it. Um, the only other highlight that I'll have and Allison, I know you're, uh, you know, caught up on the challenge, uh, you know, main seasons and stuff. So you saw, uh, well, uh, I'm guessing that you saw the reunion where Amber talks about um, being pregnant. Yeah, that was my first thought when she said that she'd been sick. I was like, mm-hmm. well, no. Also, is that like, I guess she wasn't going around on the thing, but it's like, did yes. did they not do pregnancy tests or I don't know. I feel like <laughs> for them to be doing all of these challenges that are like pretty um, hardcore sometimes, it feels like they should do like a full physical on these people before they... You know, that's a great idea. Imagine the <laughs> challenge Especially doing... they're like, you know, people who hook up a lot. So it seems like maybe that should become a norm that they implement yeah. imagine the challenge doing pregnancy test not even just as a precaution but after they've had mm, i don't know five six pregnant women on the seasons uh in the last yeah. five years so uh yeah surprisingly they have still not implemented that as a standard practice look there <laughs> there's just no <laughs> yes. way that that amber is making it through this entire season i'm sorry um the fact that no. she's the the fact that she we we know she is out there pregnant. She is getting a confessional already talking about I've been sick the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you have. <laughs> I um, feel like they played like a little sound cue, like even like, oh? <laughs> like, <laughs> like hmm. What are you Amber, are you getting sick specifically in the morning? Is that when you're feeling sick these days? <laughs> so Yeah, it feels like even she should be like, Hey guys could you run and get me a test? Like we're, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to be jumping from a plane tomorrow. If I <laughs> potentially mm-hmm. pregnant. Yeah. Um, she doesn't, uh, she, or she's trying to, to, uh, to down the drink, but, um, she doesn't, successfully get it all down so she gets uh the the whole entire uh penalty there minus five for not drinking at all and then also the minus two because whatever she did drink she was throwing right back up so um they were the the closest for sure to um losing if it was not going to be weston's R. well but they got a nut what i don't know did they announce the bottom two because I, I knew i noticed that like they didn't say amber was in the bottom two at least no that's so. true they didn't say like the final results because they didn't tell us for i guess suspense reasons uh how the last round shook out um mm-hmm. but at least going into the you know sure they were they were certainly the, yeah mm-hmm. um but ben and casey were close to the bottom with only having gotten two in and they didn't have any penalties so they were uh not doing great but you know grant and john a uh tristan and kellyanne also got three so it's not like they got a whole lot more um i don't know mm-hmm. okay so i flagged this up last uh, last week that i was a little surprised seeing the preview uh for the challenge because 
Uh, seeing that they were going to be swinging around on excavators. Now, um, something that I'm sure a lot of people like have heard about is there's a very famous influencer YouTuber uh, by the name of David Dobrik who got into a lot of <laughs> issues uh, in a almost like seemingly career-ending stunt where uh, he allegedly was swinging one of his uh, friends, Jeff Wittick, around on the end of an excavator and it ended very terribly and a 10 million dollar lawsuit um has like permanent damage from this so i was a little surprised to be seeing it here um that being said it looked very fun with um like trained <laughs> professionals at the helm so um was surprised but ultimately as long as you know I, I don't trust the challenge when all their safety measures uh see the pregnancy test but um if everything was up to snuff i looked very fun <laughs> I definitely thought about that too when I saw it. I was like, "Ooh, that yeah. seems." <laughs> I mean, obviously David was doing it untrained, which is the issue. But yeah, I saw it and I was like, "Wow, this seems still maybe a little too soon." Yeah, <laughs> that kind of stuff is not coming up on my TikTok. So that's wild. <laughs> you it was, don't know it was a couple years ago, but I mean, I'm like maybe just because I follow those people, and, mm -hmm. but yeah, it is. It was a wild thing. It looked yeah. like I, I like when I see a challenge that I'm like, I could have done this. So <laughs> was there a rule that they had to release the ring? They couldn't go a full circle around. Um, it, it felt yeah. like some of them were making bad throws because like they would grab it yeah. and then they would go around and just throw it rather than maybe take like an extra, you know, mm -hmm. time around to really time it right. I They didn't say that, but it, I, some of the throws i was like why are you why would you throw it in that way you looked like you were in such a bad position but yeah. maybe there was i cool. did wonder that because i wondered if it was like a timed limit a time limit if it was just like you got as many throws as we have rings or if it was you get a certain number of times around because i did notice i forget who it was someone threw like two rings at once um and that seems very mm. risky if you end up missing both at the same time so i don't know what the ruling ultimately was um but yeah i think that you know waiting to time your shot could have been very beneficial yeah um yeah. I, I didn't see any obviously didn't see any timer <laughs> uh, or anything either so I, i'm not um i'm going to assume that they didn't have to throw it on the first shot that they got but um you know yeah, I, if only Wes was trying to game that part of the challenge and and not the <laughs> uh eating or drinking portion of it maybe he yeah. wouldn't have gone straight into elimination um but that's besides um, the point very impressive uh always will flag up like you know the positives and a very impressive like foot catch from jordan where he like kicked it oh my god I, I was so mad like <laughs> i was on facetime with jonathan when i was watching that and I, I just like turned to him i was like this man is not fucking human and i don't understand it <laughs> like caught it with his foot kicked it up to his hand and still like threw it all in time of getting there i don't remember if he made it or not i'm going to assume he did because it's jordan but <laughs> that was uh, <laughs> very impressive that was awful i mean in 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 a good way for him but like awful i was like how literally how um and Those he the like kind of things that continue his like him uh 
loving himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he definitely did not, you know, red did uh, have an entire Instagram post <laughs> of like highlighting that moment for himself. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. There was a, like a meme going around with like, you have a certain amount of money to build a team for the challenge final. Like, who are you picking? And it was like, not even a question, Jordan, like no matter what I'm picking him. And I know that he has like some weaknesses that he might end up, but in the final, especially like, give me no one else. Yeah, he his Instagram post said, swipe to see how essential combat sports are in everyday life. And the first picture is a picture of him with a punching bag. And then the second picture is him doing that whatever move mm-hmm. he did up in the air, uh, just showing off you know, how great he is, which uh, <laughs> that's Jordan. Um, so Wes and Zara lose Danny, uh, not Danny, Darrell and Kiki win. Um, I just want to talk about Danny and his wife. Kiki is where my brain's going on that one. Um, yeah. and yeah. Anything else on the challenge from anybody on the panel here? Uh, I think that was, no, that was fun there. Um, <laughs> so before we get to the deliberation, Scally, we get a couple of scenes of just everybody plotting out what their plans are. Um, we have Team US that is planning, or, or uh, the the veterans, the, the legends. Well, there's so many terms. Um, the MTV people uh, from Team US, Tori, Casey, and Bananas, that want to have this plan of let's put in two teams from Australia because then Kiki, also from Australia, has to pick one of their allies to go in. It's going to break up the team, take out one of the strong players. Uh, hopefully Wes will go in and beat them, or maybe he doesn't care if Wes comes in or goes whatever. Um, so that's their plan. Um, obviously, the counter plan that's also taking place is Danny and Sarah and all of them are planning that let's vote in Jordan. Jordan knows that this is going to happen. He tells us in confessional as soon as the challenge ends, he knows that it's going to be uh, an attempt to get Kaz versus Zara, Jordan versus Wes and take a strong team out. So these two opposing plans are going on. The votes are being gathered up on either side. We even see Jody and Kellyanne who are totally out of the mix of any of this um, getting into you know a conversation between the two of them as they're trying to figure out where they sit in all of this. It seems like Kellyanne is sticking with the banana side of things, especially because that's the not John a side of things. And Jody is trying to figure out where they should go. So Scally, um, anything in here surprising you about how these plans were shaping out? Um, I enjoyed seeing Jody have like a vested self-interest in this where she recognized going with the team us, the MTV personalities not really beneficial for her because it's going to be team us and team UK probably above her being, you know, um, like bananas and Tori and Casey and Wes and Jordan. And so she says basically while team Australia, like not as well connected in this game, seems like it would probably should be higher up in the pecking order over there. And so I'm glad that like, you know, even some of these MTV personalities are playing self-interested here. Yeah. Um, Allison, I was going to ask if you had any uh, thoughts on the Kellyanne versus Jody of it all from the, a couple of weeks ago. Um, the Their elimination or just... Yeah, the jo- uh, wait, did I say Jody? You said Jody. I meant John A. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I'm reading my, my notes, but I, I meant John A, the, that whole thing. Um, so Kellyanne, I've, she's just like another one of those people. I kind of feel the way that I feel about Ben, kind of, like She's messy, but like not in a fun way, like messy in a give me anxiety way. She's obviously <laughs> been around forever. And so like, I am like here for a strong woman. I think that she's like, obviously knows what she wants. And I think that that is cool that she's not afraid to go for it, but like not, she's not particularly fun for me personally to watch. So like, 
I was more for John A on that side, but I mean, I don't, I think that it was like very early for such a fight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Um, and now it's it felt really... like a lot so fast and maybe it was just the editing that made it seem like it was worse than it was, but it just felt like so early to be such a big problem. Mm hmm. It's funny because like now they have had a couple of weeks off of like, I guess, the drama only as far as like the televised version is, is showing us. Uh, obviously, we see that Kellyanne is still very much uh, anti John A um, and hoping to uh -huh. be on the team or the side of things that that get her into potential elimination or in contention for elimination. Um, but I mean, you, you have to know that whenever uh, whoever goes home first between the two of them. It's going to be, you know, we're going to swing back around to this and, and one of them is going to get the final say in all this. So I'm excited to see how that plays out when it plays out. But for now, uh, it's they're irrelevant to these, you know, big plans that are going on. I just wanted to get your take on all that. But um, it'd be really fun if they went against each other. I would be ooh, very be here for that. Yeah. Um, I'm probably I guess it depends on the elimination itself, but I'm taking my my money's on John A and Grant in that. Oh, for sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, like, exciting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we get to the deliberation, Brian Scally, and uh, this is where uh, Ish hits the fan. Yeah. I'm so happy. I just feel like I've been waiting so long for people to just, like, play their own game and actually have a shot of making things happen. So very glad to see that people were sticking to their guns because we had a little bit of this last week where, like, are we going to make a move? That's uh, too soon. Like, we're not going to do it. And so I'm glad that we did get, like, them following through on that promise to actually go ahead and be voting for Jordan and Kaz here. And it wasn't a straight vote against australia so i was pretty happy with how this started out yeah um and then as you know you get through the first couple of votes everything is all kind of like steady because they get to all of i guess the boring votes first of um, <laughs> people that are going to be voting in the two uh teams from australia and then when people start to chime in with some jordan and kaz votes um you really start to see you know casey and and uh tori and bananas all sweating and then the part of this that like for me that got really funny and i'm like something's missing here in the edit i don't know what's going on is jordan slamming the table this is the challenge you wanted to play the challenge well this is it and bananas being like guys this isn't life or death like just say a name already I'm like these men are so upset that things aren't going their way for once um and sure. it's like people are making decisions i mean granted danny and tori were having a hard time with theirs uh because they literally couldn't agree but um it was just they were they were very butthurt that things weren't going their way and they were getting loud and i i really feel like something must have been missing for them to get to the points that they were at like maybe this was lasting an hour or two hours or something like that at this specific deliberation but um that was funny and just watching everybody's reactions see you know you're you're putting your cards on the table uh everybody's in you know playing the same game here you're making nominations that's what this part of the game is in each round um but with the house being so divided uh, you know with the the legends and the mvps and all that stuff and just watching them all stare each other in the face as they are really trying to make this confirmed you know split and say we want these two big names to go in against each other and watching, you know, people have to make t tough decisions. Um, I don't know. I was into it. It was, it was definitely a lot of fun. Allison. I, uh, it was, I, I always do really enjoy the, where they have to say their uh, votes out loud. I think that it adds such a like fun element that obviously gets them fighting, which is fun for us. But, um, 
I think that it is like such irony that uh, of course, like Jordan and bananas being like, Oh, it's not life and death when like you are bullying people all the time (laughs) into Mm -hmm. trying to get what you want. So it's like, they love to have it both ways. If it's going their way, they're like, you know, it's so serious and you know, we, backstab each other blah 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 but then when it's not going their way it's like oh don't backstab me what do you mean (laughs) so it's just the irony of it but i do like in the next scene where sarah is uh talking about like she's so over tori and the whole like your (laughs) former you're the person you were formerly engaged with like i agree with that i think it's so dumb they can't continue for the next decade to be like i'm never voting in jordan because we were engaged but now we're broken up like it's it's that last in perpetuity is it like you are we're just like everyone's supposed to you know go with your we were engaged before she's she's embarrassing honestly a weird yeah it's so weird (laughs) like if i if like we all get it like like everybody gets it that like they're number ones for each other like they're the closest allies that they have in the game but like just take off the whole like engagement thing. Like, don't say that. Just, just say I'm not voting for Jordan. He's my, he's my one person that I will not vote for. Mm -hmm. End of story. Um, but to just be like, if your ex fiance was in this house too, I would definitely not push you. Like like, now you're again, you're just embarrassing yourself. And then Emily and Sarah, as you mentioned, Allison go off into this other room, uh, to then do even more embarrassing of them for them. Uh, Sarah completely just shitting on Tori in this entire confessional and this entire mock engagement and uh it was it's it's so frustrating when two people you don't like are having a funny scene making fun of other people that you kind of don't like mm-hmm. yeah i do feel like um it's not like tori and jordan have never backstabbed anyone or backstabbed each other so mm-hmm. i could see if they were you know from the moment they started dating through their engagement and then break up if they were always loyal to each other never had any fights never were like this toxic thing but like literally last season most of it was them hating each other mm-hmm. and yeah. like going against each other so i don't know it's a weird it's a weird sentiment that i mean i i understand that maybe a strategy for tori to be laying it on a little thick to try to get her way with danny but it's also like i would be so annoyed <laughs> with her if that was me. It was so funny watching her not get her way. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I have so many thoughts. Well, um, first on like the Sarah and Emily like mock engagement. Um, one of the few queer couples I'm not rooting for on a personal level, but I <laughs> am uh, very much enjoying the pettiness. Like, yes, uh, you know what? It's it's rude, but I don't care. Um, it's funny, and so that like was enjoyable for me. As far as um, like everyone making the move in the room, I'm so happy to see like people putting their foot down and things actually happening. Even on, I found it very ironic and funny on um, the official challenge podcast and nisa this week was like i'm so happy to see people like thinking for themselves you're the one stopping this all the time on regular seasons <laughs> <laughs> like and telling people that they're playing stupid and like you know criticizing them as people like, because they make a single move yeah exactly look so look at the way you treated michelle just because she made a vote like she went against the house mm-hmm. she went against the grain and she did exactly what you're saying i love that people are doing this now and then you you made it seem like she murdered your family. Like that's 
the thing. She's and the she worst. even acknowledged, she was like, oh, like now as a viewer. And it's like, well, you, you can get mad and like try to convince people to do other things. But when they like take it really personally, I roll my eyes. And that's the thing is like, if she was there, she'd be acting just like Jordan and Bananas. Like, how dare people go against us? <laughs> and, you know, to an extent. And so I enjoyed it from like that perspective so much. Now, I think the other perspective that we have to talk about is a lot of people were saying that this is a dumb move for Danny. And, like, people were saying for Sarah, too, that she could get in on the, like, Jordan and Tori alliance and that Jordan is always going to protect Danny. And so why, because of Tori, so why would, uh, like, Danny insist on making this move when he is just isolating a potential ally for them? Uh, do you guys think this was a good move or a bad move for Danny? Um, I think this was a good move. I think he has to stick with the plan that he'd set in place. Okay, Allison. Um, I mean, again, like I'm not like a child of, you know, the mo- the best <laughs> strategies. Like I'm not a game theorist, but I think that it does probably in the long term behoove him to like continue to try to get out strong players. Mm-hmm. He's good enough that he can. Like he, it's not that he's like someone who can't win challenges can't win an elimination and obviously he can win a final. So like, I think that he might as well just go balls out and get out the people that could potentially be as good at, as he is mm-hmm. in a final. And yeah, he can talk, to, he can walk the walk. So like, I think it's fine. That's the thing for me. So people are saying this is a bad decision, but there are only going to be so many eliminations where the person that came in last is someone on the caliber of a Wes or a Jordan or someone else like that. So you don't want to wait till next week when Kellyanne and Tristan are in an elimination and then decide to Mm -hmm. vote in Wes or vote in Jordan. And so people who are saying like, Oh, make the move against Jordan later in the season. It's like, when, when are you going to have the numbers? When are you going to have the someone already in elimination, et cetera, et cetera. So do it when you have the opportunity as well as people being like, well, you're isolating an ally who would never have thrown you in. Do you think Jordan next week is going to say, well, because I'm mad at Danny, Screw Tori. I'm throwing in Tori and Danny. No, he's still going to protect them. It doesn't matter. You cannot burn this bridge for Tori. So go ahead and burn it for yourself. Who cares? Um, So it's like, for me, and Danny even tweeted that, uh, guess who told me that I should not want to run against the final against Jordan and that, like, we as a team should not? Tori! So, (laughs) like, I mean, I don't know if Tori planned on making this move much more subtly later, uh, but it is... Such a good move, in my opinion, from uh, for Danny, where it's like you only have, will have so many opportunities. He's still going to protect your team no matter what. And like they're both giant threats in a final. So yep. take them out now. Yep, 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 100%. Um, and uh, Kiki, Danny's wife, Kiki, not Kiki on the challenge, Kiki, um, had a tweet where she was like yell- clapping back at a fan. The fan was saying, like, oh, wow, Danny just like needs to cling on to Tori um, and Jordan's storyline to like keep himself relevant. And Ugh. she just completely shut them down and was like, yeah, no, Tori is is uh, linking up to this NFL player um, to keep herself relevant in the game right now where she is, you know, not getting her way. I don't know. She phrased it in a much more it's like... uh, slam way, which I thought was funny. But... When has Danny think, ever approached uh... a season as like, how can I be relevant? <laughs> like that's not Danny's right. concern at all. Yeah. I think that it's only a bad move. Like truly, if he completely does something crazy, like afterwards, mm-hmm. if he really like makes like, something a bad move in the house like with the other people or he like 
really like which he's never going to do because he's a nice person he's never like going to go back and gain a bunch of enemies through his like personal play Mm -hmm. so i think that with another player that would be the only reason that it would truly be a bad move like if he made a bunch of enemies like with the whole house Mm -hmm. but i don't think that's gonna happen with him because he's nice and people like him my thing is the only ways that this could be a bad move is if Danny's relationships with Australia are not as strong as he thinks they are. And that like Grant is immediately going to turn around next week and throw him in, um, which I don't think is going to happen. Or if uh, Darrell and Kiki decide like, well, now we're throwing in specifically Tori and Danny, which I also don't think is going to happen. And even still, I'm not going to make like a results oriented move. Um, I trust Danny to know his relationships well enough to put say that he himself is not going to be in danger. And therefore, I'm happy with the move. Um, He's also a really big threat himself. And he yep. knows that people are going to start turning on him yes. and want to get him yep. out. So he might as well go now. And 100%. When he can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I also just obviously need to flag up uh, Grant and his amazing line at the end of all of this. Um, I think that Bananas dude is just going to be pissed because it didn't go his way. Um, Yeah, Tori, Bananas, Jordan, they're all pissed exactly for that reason because it didn't go their way. Um, And because Danny and and Sarah and all of them are making, you know, uh, very obviously, uh, I think, correct and uh, worthwhile moves for their own selves. But... That's besides the point. Um, the other, you know, I guess big thing here besides the Danny and Tori of it all is the Ben uh, situation because he starts to like whisper some stuff and it got really weird. I couldn't figure out what was going on the first time through. Um, but he, I guess Scally, he was whispering to Troy to try to get Troy and Amber to, con- to switch their votes to vote in I... their own team. I'm still confused because to me, it looked like they're sitting on opposite sides of the table. <laughs> it they looked are. like they're whispering <laughs> to Casey. So I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> like this made zero yeah, sense for me. Yeah. Um, he gets in a lot of hot water for this, obviously. And later we hear, you know, Team Australia talking about, all right, well, Casey and Ben are going to be our names going forward because obviously Ben sucks. Um, so the entire <laughs> Team Australia is is now probably anti-Ben when he previously could have been in good with all of them because U.S. and Australia were working together. But now he decided that he was going to not just vote the way that he voted, but also like make a huge spectacle during this deliberation. Casey tries to justify it and be like, well, we know we were at the bottom of this alliance. It's like, okay, well, you, you just your partner just like threw yourselves to the bottom. So that's mm-hmm. have fun. Mm-hmm. I can see he was it giving Casey's like, but... yeah, he was giving like chaotic tribal council vibes. And I honestly liked it. I thought it was funny <laughs> Great TV. but yeah but like he i think he just can't i think i don't think he can make the transition to the challenge like i don't think he'll ever get that it's like not the same thing because on survivor it wouldn't it might have they might have come at him but i don't think that it would have been as bad because like that's just like not what you do on the challenge yeah I am watching the Challenge World Championship and thinking, oh, my God, get so many of these people on the flagship show. Like, I want to see a very large number of them. And I think that they could really shake up the MTV version in a very good way. Um, And Ben is not one of those people for me where I think that uh, (laughs) (laughs) though he is much more experienced in strategic games and. Uh, you know, a little older, so you would think he's not as easily manipulated. It does seem like he would fall in line like many of the rookies on MTV and just follow the vets. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cut us off from talking about Ben again, even though I started it. <laughs> <laughs> 
because I think we've had enough. Um, but but yeah, no. But uh, seriously, if anybody else has anything on the deliberation or anything on uh, Ben or Danny, um, speak now um, because we're not getting an elimination this episode. Uh, but we are going to get a little bit more of the nervous energy in the house as um, it's just you know, can we trust this person? Can we trust that person? Uh, Jody and Kellyanne are both worried because at this point, you know, everybody's like, well, we could all be in trouble because there was a stalemate. Nobody uh, came to a decision, and you know, you can't piss TJ off. I, I, I honestly felt like Jordan and Bananas were almost about to start saying like, well, you guys have to pick because TJ's going to be mad. Like they were trying to kind of go that direction. Um, but like they were so close to using TJ legitimately as a strategy, but that's besides the point. It's so annoying. I hate this. I love TJ. I hate this like stupid strategy and like, <laughs> like the narrative around the house of like, Oh, like dad's going to get home and be mad at us. <laughs> like I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that Jody and Kellyanne should be nervous now because I mean, again, like we said earlier, I don't think that there's, I don't think that Jarrell's going to make like a crazy move. And I think the only person, the only person that he really has ties to, right. Is uh, Amber, right. He's that's the only person that he's usually has an allegiance to. I would say like, there's probably loose things to some of the like all-stars players, but right. Uh, I think that Amber is like the strongest relationship in the house, in my opinion. Yeah. Like if I was Jody and Kellyanne, if anything, I would be less nervous because they are all stars buddies. Um, they're the, you know, the, mm. the veterans, they're people that are like out of, you know, these big alliances. So I would hope that Darrell would protect them, uh, whatever they decide to do here. But he also is playing this game where he just doesn't want to rock the boat. Like that's exactly what he said at the beginning of the episode. So, um, you know, I think it would be rocking the boat to go with either of those teams who did not get a single, well, not, they might've gotten like one vote burn votes, um, during the nominations, but, um, that's not the, the way that he needs to go with this. Uh, do we have any strong takes on where Darrell and Kiki will go with this, uh, decision that they're about to make? So yeah. yeah. Allison, what do you think first? Well, here's my thing. Darrell's obviously been in the challenge for like millions of years and he's really good. He's still very fit and talented, but like he doesn't, he's not going to want to put himself in a position that he's going to piss off a large group of people that are also like big titans of the game. Because if they put him in, he obviously has a, he has the ability to go home. And since his game is to just stay away from all eliminations, Mm -hmm. then I don't know. It makes me feel like he's not, he's going to pick the move that is going to not put him in the pool of being targeted by other big players. I don't know what that means. He'll go, but I don't, I just don't think he's like a big move kind of guy. Am I wrong? You're not. No, no, I agree. (laughs) So, huh? I, Ligori, you also listened to the Challenge official podcast this week. Mm-hmm. I assume, yeah. So Zara said two things there about this decision that I think were very interesting. Now, it does not tell us who is going in. Um, it's not a spoiler or any by any means. Granted, like, I mean, even if it was a spoiler, like, we're going to find out in the first 30 seconds of the next episode. So um, <laughs> I don't really, like, uh, personally find that to be, like, a actual spoiler. Um, I don't know if you guys want to talk about what Zara said that could potentially shine a little bit of light on who might go in. I'm not bothered by it. Uh, um, Allison? 
I want, I would love to hear. <laughs> okay, so for anyone who's listening, <laughs> we're about to talk about what Zara said, uh, alluding to who may. But so the two things that Zara said about who might get thrown in is it's not who you expect it is. So I found that very interesting. So it's and not then, Jordan. You would think. And then also talked about how um, once she was in there and was like, oh, my God, these guys are so much bigger than me. How am I going to do this? Uh, so I'm not so sure jo- Jody is safe. <laughs> oh. I don't know. That makes sense. You know? Yeah. So I just – and that is if it is Jody. I am so disappointed in Darrell because we talked about how last week, like, when – the entire team Australia and all of the U S newbies like are all in agreement. Like we got to make this big move and you then go against that. It's not even like playing the really safe move anymore because you are betraying half of the house in order to do this, uh, you know, to go with what on paper seems like a safer move. So it's just like Darrell is like one of the all time greats, no doubt. Like, but he is also not on the level of Jordan and Wes and bananas at this point for me. Um, so like he need, and he's definitely not on their level socially. So he needs to be making moves and breaking up this Alliance. And if he really does go with someone like Jody, I'm going to be pretty disappointed. Um, I unfortunately can see that. Yeah, definitely can see that it's, it's a very easy move for him to make. Um, I think it makes no sense for him to make for all of the reasons that you just laid out and, and more. Um, but I can see that being the Durrell path forward here. Um, especially, you know, it, it doesn't rock any waves, uh, between, you know, team Australia, team us or anything like that. Um, I don't know. And I don't think that is like necessarily specifically Jody. Um, but I just like for him to not go with Jordan and Kaz, who like it seemed as if all of his alliance um, wanted seems like a weird move. An even weirder move would be throwing in a Team Australia team. So um, I'm worried. I just like I, I need some real logic from Darrell here. <laughs> Please. I wonder if it's Danny and Tori. Is there any world where it is like a Danny and Tori or Bananas and Justine? Like, you know, Bananas was saying, like, be careful because a rogue vote could end up getting you sent in. Is it, you know, that it ends up getting Bananas sent in or ends up getting, let's say, like Sarah and Theo? That's a big team. Yeah. Not well connected. Um, It could be any of these teams. And that's the part where uh, I would like to know. But um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I don't know personally. Yeah. Cliffhanger problems. Uh, the cliffhanger makes me so mad, and I was glad to see that, like at least uh, Davon and Anissa were openly being like, "Boo, we hate this" on <laughs> the main podcast. Even um, I wish that that would move the needle. I know it will not, but interesting that they didn't edit it out either. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll find out um, who is going to go in against Wes and Zara in this elimination. Um, as we are going to kick off the next episode with an elimination, hopefully end it with one as well. I would, be, I mean, oh, I, I, I need we it. can't get on this path of like you know. <laughs> Um, just being completely all over the place. I saw somebody say that there was 12 episodes in the season. So like, this is the fifth and if there's 12, then we need to hurry up, but, um, we'll see. Um, um yeah, the 12 sounds about right for like a three team final or so. I didn't yeah. do the math fully, but we'll see. Um, Scally, that's all my notes. Anything else in yours that we didn't? Touch um, on? no, I am Good. I am very interested to see how this stalemate votes out. What do you think about the stalemate being like all of a sudden everyone is up for grabs? 
Do you think uh, that's a good mechanic? It's it's fine. Um, I think it allows for a better television product, and you know, it gets to the point where it's like, well, every single buddy, that, every single buddy, every single person uh, that voted had a hand in you know making mm-hmm. it to this stalemate. So um, it's not just you know Danny and Tori because they went last. Um, they all couldn't decide. Nobody changed their votes as far as you know. We they probably had the opportunity to, and nobody did. And no this is where we are. Yeah, I was I was going to say, I wonder if there was a revote component that either was just edited out or if they don't have it. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty interesting, because if, if there is not a revote component uh, going early in the voting is such a disadvantage. But um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Allison, anything else from this episode we haven't touched on or the season or anything at all <laughs> that you uh, wanted to t- uh, talk about here? I was going to say that I do like the format being um that anyone's up for grabs versus the the person who won mm-hmm. has to go in because i feel like that's happened before right like the 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 winners then had to go in am i am i making yeah it? if they couldn't like come to an agreement on the vote that would be especially yeah. tough considering they don't even That'd get a vote so bad. <laughs> well that would be the case yeah. yeah if like if those were the ones that were trying to make a decision and they couldn't decide between the two teams yeah, that okay, they would go fair. in, but I don't think we're at any risk of uh, we weren't at any risk of that well, here. From yeah. what I we do, assume. I think it's fine. Yeah. The everyone's up for grabs. I think that it I mean, going forward, they're obviously never gonna come to a stalemate again knowing that. So I guess like it's good drama for yeah. this one time that it happens. I also think it's really interesting because I think that you can probably manipulate the votes in such a way like some people are getting to the point where, you know, even people were coming out of this deliberation saying like, well, that makes it easy. I'm voting Ben and Casey every single time. And if you know that you can put a vote there to purposefully tie something where like you can't get the majority, let's say, uh, on someone that you really want to throw in. So you put the tie on Ben and Casey. So then the person that you really want to throw in is then available to still be thrown in by the team that wins Mm. so i think that it actually opens up a little strategy too that is fun i like that yeah well i think that's uh it for this episode for this uh recap here allison thank you so much for joining (laughs) us thank you for having me truly a dream come true I genuinely am so excited that this uh, connection was formed um, because, again, it was very cool just to discover that um, you exist in the world of RHAP as well as um, (laughs) the world of TikTok and and what you guys have going on there. So um, great stuff there. And uh, we'll definitely hope to have you back sometime in the future, whether it's uh, a future season of the main show or or some spinoff. But um yeah uh can you tell everybody where they can find you online whether it's just you or you and the whole crew (laughs) um yeah you can find us pretty much everywhere um at the fitness marshal that will bring you to all of us my handles are at ad floria um on pretty much all other social media personally but if you go to the fitness marshall youtube or the fitness marshall instagram then you'll find tags for me as well if you can't find me otherwise you guys have also such great merch like i don't know who your designer is <laughs> Thank but you. like, that stuff looks it does. fun love yeah, the colors we, we do it ourselves which is fun Ooh. well hopefully we're getting purchase. more menswear we're working we on go. it all right well, um, again, thank you so much for joining us. It was uh, a great time to have you here. And uh, yeah, 
That's all I got there. Thank um, you for having me. Of course, of course. Um, I am, of course, on Twitter at Matt Ligori. Uh, my only plug is that I actually do have a plug. I was recently on um, a Big Brother uh, Daily Drop, whatever you call those podcasts with Taryn. I mean, that's not really a plug because <laughs> it's so irrelevant and outdated, but um, I may pop up on another one sometime soon because there's not many of us watching the season, so uh, there's more spots to talk about it. So that's my that's my <laughs> plan, my story. Uh, Scally, what about you? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally. Um, so if I'm doing anything, it'll be there. Well, there you go. So uh, thank you guys for checking this one out. We, we will be back next week, of course, with another episode of the Challenge World Championship. Uh, episode six, we'll see who goes into elimination against Weston Czar and how this all shakes out. And if any of these uh, co-hosts, the international co-hosts show back up, we have not uh, seen them again this week. So we'll see if they show back up there. We'll have a draft update by next week as well for uh, the confessionals, which we do not have this week. Um, but again, thank you guys for checking this one out and we will see you next time. Uh, take care.